With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, February 20th. It's President's Day. So uh, happy President's Day. I hope uh, many of you are enjoying a day off from work. You know what? If you are taking the day off from work, try not to check your email too much, says me who checks it constantly. But I'm mostly checking it because uh, just in case Mark has something that I need to worry about. But other than that, there's nothing that's that important. I was recently at a corporate event and uh, the CEO starts talking about work-life balance. And I was just like rolling my eyes because on one hand, they're like, oh, yes, his work-life balance is very important. And then on the other hand, they basically tell their staffs that like, we expect you to check your email all the time and be on and available all the time. So there's a little paradox in that messaging, don't you think, Mark? You should have called that person out. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> so I have to know my place sometimes. Anyway, this is the program where we provide unconventional and hopefully entertaining insights on your money and your life. I am Jill Schlesinger. I am a certified financial planner. He is Mark Telercio. He is also a certified financial planner, and we love answering your financial questions. The way that you pose the question to us is you just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and let us know if you would be willing to come on the air live with us. And Mark does everything else. While you're on the website, a couple of things to keep in mind. Number one, the book. The book is still for sale. And if just a tiny fraction of you got off your tushes and bought the book, you'd get my publisher off my back. So if you want me to stop talking about the book, then you need to go out and buy it. And you can do it right from our website, jillonmoney.com. And the book is called The Great Money Reset. And, you know, if you like this show, you're going to love the book. We also have a brand new subscription service. It's called Jill on Money Live, where you will have access to quarterly live webinars and more special content. Our first webinar is coming up. It is with none other than one of the best guests we ever have and one of the most popular, Ed Slot, the IRA expert. So that'll be on March 30th. You should come join us. So check it out. Everything's on the website, jillonmoney.com. Today, we are joined by listener Jay. Jay is on the line from Minnesota. Now, Jake just disclosed to us that he's just woken up. So get your little energy level up a little bit, Jay, so we can help you out. What's going on? Hi, I'm Joe and Mark. Uh, I love listening to the show. And I just realized you guys speak very slowly because I play the podcast around like 1.5. So <laughs> everything goes so quick. And I realized, oh, actually, Joe and Mark, they are real people. They talk like real people. We do. We are real people. I mean, I can talk really fast also. I try not to because I think that when I'm having a real conversation with somebody, it's hard to follow me. It's a New York thing. We talk fast. But at 1.5, we're definitely fast. So what's going on, Jay? How can we help you out? Okay. Uh, so I had a late start to my career. Uh, I did my PhD. So now I'm having a real job, a full-time job, and trying to catch up a little bit. Okay. And uh, I have some kind of anxiety friends told me so i don't know if it's 
uh, you know, too much or should I slow down a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. How old are you, Jay? I'm 30. What do you mean a late start? Like that uh, you're young still. A lot of my friends will be, you know, starting working around 21, 22. So I know, but so but you, you are working full time. How much do you earn? Uh, right now, 88. Is that, you know, is it is this um, the kind of job where you're going to be making a lot more money or do you feel like, you know, 88 with sort of cost of living increases? What What's the trajectory for you? Right now, I think it will be just um, very stagnant, around two to three percent every year increase. Okay. Uh, I have a very stable job that I won't get fired if I don't do anything, you know, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I also have the skill set to get a job in the tech industry if I want to change, but that's mm. not in the plan yet. Okay, not right now. Okay, I got mm-hmm. it. So on your $88,000, are you putting money into retirement? Yes. So I started last year and I maxed everything out that you can really? think of. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. So you make eighty eight. What are you putting into a, a 401k, a 403b? What kind of plan is it? Uh, so the employer have a 401a, um, mm-hmm. which I contribute 5.5. Uh, that's mandatory. And they mm-hmm. will contribute 10%. So that's already 15%. Okay. And last year I had 403B maxed out and now it sits around 26K. When you say max out, you put in 20. So wait, I just want to make sure I get this. So last year on $88,000, you maxed out your 403B at 20,500 plus you put 5.5% in the 401A? Uh, Yes. Wow. That's a, like, I mean, that's a lot of saving on 88 grand. Are you doing pre-tax or are you doing Roth? Uh, it's Roth. Okay. All Roth. Okay. So what are you living on? And that's not it because he also did an HSA. Oh my God. You have an HSA? What'd you put in there? Uh, I am maxed out. Oh my God. Wait a second. Do you rent? Uh, where do you live? Do you live, in, uh, you know, in a cave? Where, I mean, no, you have that cheap a- rent. It's a very new building. They built it 2020 and they have a, you know, a lobby. They have gym in this brand new apartment. What's your rent? Uh, 1495 But you're saving like crazy. Are you just not, sp- is this the anxiety? Is this the, uh, the immigrant, like, oh my God, I have to save every single dollar because if I don't, I'm a failure because you are saving a ton of money and you're only 30. Uh, cause I kind of want to retire early. Like I want to be able to retire early. How early? Mm, 60, 65. Oh wait, that's for retirement. 60? <laughs> 60 would be like normal. 60. Okay. 60, 55, 60. Although I love my job and my job kind of gets better when you get older. Mm. So, um, I don't know why I want to. You just want to be able to. In, in yeah, other words, like, also, I like what I do, but I want to have choices. Yes. And okay. also, I feel like uh, I want to buy a house. I have to have family, have kids. And with my income, maybe in my late 30, in my early 40, I don't have that much capacity to mm-hmm. save that much. Mm-hmm. So also, the market seems to be cooling down right now. So I think, yeah, I should contribute as much as possible. When I'm right. still able to, you know. So you're like, I'm single. Everything's great. I might as well sock it away now. I'll have more choices later. Is that what it's yes. the, the ba- Okay, cool. 
how about money that's not in retirement? So you just started out. Do you have money in like an emergency reserve fund? Uh, I have 10K in IBAN and 5.5 are in, in the money market. Consider mm-hmm. it as uh, savings. Mm-hmm. And I have a brokerage around 9K. I'm not contributing to that because I don't have extra money. And uh, I also have a retirement IRA, the Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. I started around 2017, and right now it has around 48K, and I'm also maxing that out. I really, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Mark, did you hear it? This is like, like I'm, I am just absolutely gobsmacked by how much money you're putting away. So you're saving so much. I get it. Like while I'm young, while I have capacity, while I don't have a, you know, a spouse and kids, I want to have a lot of money pushed into savings. I want to buy a house. So all this is amazing. I mean, I'm a little worried that you're fr- you because the one thing I wrote down when you first started talking was that you said something about you feeling anxiety. Where is the anxiety coming from? What do you feel anxious about? I feel like my most of my peers, uh, a lot of them uh, work in tech industry, so mm. I always feel anxious about my income level. Yeah, uh, that's one part of it, and also I don't know. I I, I just feel like I'm late to the game, you know. Is Mark, when my Mark I need I that. need your your older brother Mark to come in here because I'll tell you why Mark I feel like I'm going to be a little like I'm almost like too old for this question so Mark I want you to just walk him through a little bit of like what's it like to be a single guy and you know people who made a lot more money than you did and you did you also saved a ton of money Mark so why don't you talk a little bit about how Jay can give himself some relief. This is very much the, the immigrant mentality. I get this because I know a lot of people like this. I never really cared about what other people made. I never looked at what other people made. It never bothered me. You know, those people might make more money, but I guarantee you they're probably working like animals to make that money. Whereas you're in a job that you actually love doing and you enjoy it and you want to keep doing it. You can't really put a price on that. Exactly. And they might be making more money, but I guarantee you very few are saving as much as you're saving. Very few, because I'm looking at this. I'm just like doing a rough calculation. Like you're saving probably close, you know, 30 to 35 grand a year, 35 probably on 88. Okay. I mean, and maybe that's okay because maybe you live in a low cost area, you know, like maybe that's all fine for you. But what I can tell you is you've got to stop. Mark's right. You cannot compare yourself to someone who is, let's say, let's say you have a friend of yours, you went to school and you're like, oh, my friend works at Amazon. He's 32 and he's making $400,000. Okay, fine. How much is he spending? He's not telling you about that. You are really kicking butt. You are doing what you should be doing. You've got to give yourself some permission to simply enjoy the fact that you're, you are doing a great job. Do you feel like you are living in a way that like, oh, this is terrible. It's depressing. Are you feeling like I'm saving so much that I'm just not having a life? No, I, I love my life. And I feel like although I'm frugal, I still, you know, go travel, go anywhere that I want. I guess like during my master training and my PhD, I was not um, paid a lot. So I already have that habit or lifestyle of being frugal, but also enjoying myself. Yeah. So it's already a huge jump from my PhD salary. Like I was living on 30K 
Uh, salary. <laughs> right. I was basically paid like a servant and now I'm actually have a job. I mean, I, I think you have to just give yourself permission to feel okay with where you are and stop looking at anyone else. I mean, I can do the same thing. I can look at people who stayed in financial services, who make two, three, four times what I, what I make now, but I made a choice and you're making a choice. If you want to go chase the dollars, you may find yourself less happy in your career. And if you found a career that you really like and you said you like what you do, why would you put this strange pressure on yourself to compare yourself with someone else? It's just, it's not worth it. And, you know, you're saving a ton of money. You are going to have a lot of choices. If you, Even if you just sort of like creep up a little bit, as you said, just um, some cost of living increases, as long as you're happy doing what you're doing and you're saving this much money, I guarantee that whoever you find as a mate is certainly going to be more impressed with the fact that you are a happy, content worker than the amount of money that you have socked away. And you will have already socked away a ton of money. You've done an incredible job. I just ran the numbers, James, for the next 10 years. So forget until you're 60, but just from 30 to 40, if you keep at the current savings rate, by the time you're 40 years old, it's going to be about $700,000 in all those accounts. And you're 40 at that point. That's still so young. You still have 10, 15, 20 years to go. And you know what? If you feel like you're tempted to go into one of these higher paying fields, I'd be careful. I would talk to a lot of people about that and understand what it is they give up to get that extra money. I'll give you an example. I know a 33-year-old guy works at Amazon, right? He makes a lot of money. Absolutely. He makes probably, uh, he's a programmer. He probably makes around $400,000 a year, right? He does not have the ability to take a, a, like a weekend off. There is no off on weekends. Zero. That's not happening. He works every single weekend, at least a few hours. When there are holidays, because of like what he does, he has to take some holidays and work. If you love what you do, that's great, but there is a trade-off. And that might be a trade-off that you may not want to make. And you don't have to because you're saving money. Even if you buy a house, it's not like you're not going to be the kind of person who goes from spending thirty grand a year to $300,000 a year. You're just not. It's not in your, it's like not in your DNA. Be careful who you marry, though. That might be in that person's DNA. Mm, yeah, I will take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, where should I pull back, though? Is it 403B, Roth? Because I sometimes feel like money can be tight. I can, I can feel it. But mm. I also can find ways to, to just live by, you know? If it's tight, then pull back on the 403B. You don't have to max the whole thing out. Exactly. I mean, you're saving a lot of money. I like having a little of the brokerage account. I do like that because I think that'll give you some opportunity. You, you need a brokerage account because you do need to save money for a house and you need it to be in not in retirement. So I, I agree. If you're going to pull back on anything, it would probably be the 403B. And you have the 401A. Like, honestly, between those two, if you look at the 401A, right? 15% is going in there, right? Because just because you work in a place, that's by the way, another thing is that, yeah, I make $88,000, but you probably have good benefits. You've got them putting 10% of your salary into their retirement account. I mean, there's a lot going on that's good, okay? And if you pull back on the 403B, and maybe you don't have to, like this year you would be maxing at 22.5. So put 15 in, 
and give yourself a little bit of room and you'll have money in the money market. You have money in brokerage. Start building that up a little bit. Don't kill yourself. Don't take all of the money that you're putting in the 403B and then, oh, I have to save that. You don't have to. You can spend a little bit more money, but you need to accumulate some money in non-retirement assets so that you can actually afford to buy a home when you're ready to do that. But by the way, how much would you spend on a house if you were going to buy a house? Uh, I'm thinking at most will be 400 k Okay. if I'm single. Okay. But if I find a partner, then, you know, it might go up. So this is what I think. I think you need to give your, cut yourself some slack. You really do. I think that you are in amazing shape. You are hardworking, but you also like, don't discount the fact that at age 30, loving your job is amazing. I don't know so many 30 year olds who love their jobs. Thank you. Uh, it's good to hear that. Yeah. Try not to compare yourself to others. I know it's human nature. Okay. But when you feel that way, remind yourself yeah, okay, those people make three times what I make. And I love my job and I love my life. Like you're not you're not calling us saying I hate what I do. I need to get out of this. You like what you do. It's 9:30 in the morning where he where he is. He just rolled out of bed, hasn't even brushed his teeth. So you think they're doing that? No. I love waking up late. <laughs> All right, we're done with you, Jay. Try to give yourself a little bit of a break and take advantage of the fact that you love what you do. And if you want to get a little bit of a uh, a hug from Jill and Mark about like, you're doing great because Jay, you're doing great. Give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you want to come on the air. And maybe if some older people, if you're listening, maybe a few words of wisdom for, for Jay. Because when you're younger, I know that that can be He's falling prey to something that everybody has thought about at one point or another in their lives. If you've got some words of wisdom from Jay, let us know. Go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. While you're on the website, please buy the book, The Great Money Reset. You can also sign up for the free weekly newsletter and subscribe to our new service called Jill on Money Live. Do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 